my experience was um, more of a once once we we're established, it was like I would I continued and I was like, okay, well, I just kind of did my own thing. Okay, good. I have this boyfriend, but I have my own stuff going on, and maybe I would call him for three days and he would be like, uh, are we? together like, are, you, are you not interested anymore or I mean, this, this thing breaking we did, I didn't know it and I'm like what are you talking about he's like well, it's been three days and you haven't said anything you know, haven't written me a text message you haven't done anything you know and I was like oh yeah well I've been thinking about you <laughs> wait what dude did you just make that up oh man I have questions Hey, it's Meredith For Real, The Curious Introvert. Listen each week as I talk with someone new. The topics are as ADD as I am, but they'll inspire you to stay curious and grow. Big thanks to our location sponsor, the UWF Historical Trust. My next guest grew up in small town America, Plattsmouth, Nebraska, to be exact. At the time, the population was 5,000, and diversity meant you had a redhead in your class. (laughs) After graduating college, Tracy spent a year in Italy and then decided to return full-time in 2008. She didn't yet speak Italian. Today, she's going to share the differences in dating culture between the U.S. and Italy. And she's our resident expert because her and her partner have two beautiful kids together and one on the way. My childhood soccer teammate from Plattsmouth to Pistoia, Tracy O'Donnell. Ta-da! Did I say Pistoia correctly? Yes, you are. Oh, good. (laughs) So start by explaining the cultural differences regionally in Italy. Because when we in the United States think of Italy, we think of like one, everybody in Italy is the same. Well, basically in the bigger cities, it probably is. Just like in America, big cities kind of have their own, um, their own culture, you know, like Milan's probably really similar to New York, for example. These are both super big cities. Um, so from Milan and Venice and Rome, the places that most tourists go, you could probably get this idea that it's all kind of the same. But it's really not because it's um, it's a long country. And so there's lots of differences from the north to the south. Um, in the north, they're much more career-oriented, um, people are on time, things get done. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Is that because it's closer to Switzerland? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Germany. And, uh, and then as the farther as you get south, we're about in the middle, so I think I, I found a pretty good spot to, to stay. Um, but the farther you go south, the further it just kind of gets to be a free-for-all, almost. Um, Laws don't get don't get followed. Taxes don't ever get paid. Um, they don't keep up on things. They don't keep up on the hospitals. They don't keep up. You just kind of live it day by day, and it's a totally different, totally different culture from from the top to the bottom. Yeah, so. yeah, which is very much like Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example. And I can't speak to dating culture from top to bottom in Florida, but um, but definitely like the overall culture is very different. So, But when you came from the Midwest to Italy, like immediately on the guy-girl dating scene, like what was something you noticed straight away that was different? 
Um, maybe that the, the guys were very, very forward, very um, aggressive, but in like a passionate way. <laughs> I mean, I, I was talking to another friend the other day about this, and she was saying, and a lot of them had said that they weren't the, the guys that they had come across with also weren't necessarily romantic. Like, I'm going to sing you underneath your, you know, sing to you underneath your window or something. But they were very enthusiastic and very passionate about, you know, um, I can only think of the word in Italian right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start, please. Um, to, to catch you, you know, to, oh, to grab you, yeah. to get you. Yeah. And, and so that, I agreed with that, that it's, it's a passion and enthusiasm that they have. Yeah, that <laughs> I could that, see that as a very big difference because in Midwestern, like my experience with uh, guys in the Midwest, um, they were a little bit shy, mostly, mm -hmm. you know, and so that would probably be a big shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and my, I don't know tell you this other day, my, the first year I was here, I spent two months down in Sicily with uh, a family teaching their kid English. Um, giving them the, the native native tongue, and the guys I met down there were even more than the ones up here in the north. They were even more like, uh, you know, if we're going to be dating or if we're going to go out, uh, why don't you know, why beat around the bush? Let's just go do it. Let's just let's just kiss on the first date, or let's just you know, whatever. Because if you know you want to do it later, why don't we just do it now? You know, or like. <laughs> They were much more enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love your choice of words there. Enthusiastic. <laughs> I might call that aggressive, but yeah, you know, you know. Well, like in the U.S., we have stages or levels of dating, right? So we have like, uh, we're talking. Usually you meet on a, an app and then you talk forever and it's back and forth and sometimes there's days in between when you talk with that person and there's really no defined, um, no definition of that relationship. And then later you, you date or you hook up and then you're, um, you're exclusive and then you're engaged and then you're married and then, you know, there's like levels. Did you find that there were levels in Italy of dating? Um, I thought there were, because I assumed there were, because I came from the same background as you, but, um, came to know that it's more like, it's, it's a lot shorter, less steps. And once you find, like, you start, I mean, you talk with them, but then once you go out on a date and, you know, maybe hook up with them or whatever, that's it. That's kind of like the decision and you're with that person. That's your boyfriend or that's your girlfriend. And that's something, yes, that I, one of the big differences I came across with, with my partner, because I was thinking in the American manner and dating and, mm -hmm. um, and he's like, what, this is, this is, uh, we've, we've been together, you know, we've been together for two whole months, you know, like what's, what's this, what's going on? But the good thing was, is that he had a lot of patience and he looked from my point of view and understood that I wasn't doing anything to him out of malice you know I wasn't cheating on her I wasn't trying to be you know rude I just was being my American self and so he accepted that and went on from there <laughs> <laughs> did you find that Italian guys are a lot more 
um, uh, like possessive um, or jealous? I guess the guy's not. I heard more about the girls being that way. I've heard that about the women as well. And so I assumed, you know, from my research on YouTube, because that's how I learned these days, um, that just made me sound super grandma. That's how I learned these days. <laughs> but, um, so, but you found that it was mostly the women and that the men were more uh, nonchalant? Yes. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Because I, I know, I've been just hearing stories from friends now even, um, you know, different things like uh, my Andrea, my partner, he wanted to go away for a couple of days with his friends, like to Berlin. So that'd be great. A couple of days in the weekend. Good for you. I want to go too, you know? Yeah. And, but the friends that he wanted to go with, in the end, they couldn't go because of their wives or girlfriends would allow them to, you know, quote unquote, allow them to. And they, you know, they don't want to, you know, to go somewhere without them or they don't want uh, them to be alone for two days. I don't know. I don't understand it still. But <laughs> Do you, so that's fascinating because um, it may, immediately made me think of the Mamoni, like the mama's boys. Uh, and yeah. so it's, it's, I don't know. Isn't that interesting that there's similar behavior of the mothers and then the girlfriends and the girlfriends become mothers. And then they, (laughs) there there might be, Dr. Phil might have a place to come to Italy. (laughs) So, but for those who don't know, explain what Mamoni are. Okay. So it's the the idea that the, the Italian boys are just taken care of and loved and me. Hopefully you're loved by your mom, but like um, you're overdone, overdone, you know, laundry done for you. Um, you live in their house. They cook for you. They do everything for you. Every little thing, you know, like checking your shirt, ironing everything, keeping everything, pretty much being your, <laughs> you know, I don't even know the word, but anyway, doing everything for you and not letting you go, you know, and there's almost a morbid relationship between <laughs> the, the, the thing. In fact, one of my friends was saying it was almost even too codependent. Yeah, and um, this other friend was. I had to tell you this little story because um, she now lives in America, but she's married to an Italian that she brought back with him with her a couple of years ago. So I met her here. She's American, and her her husband was talking the other day about calling himself a ragazzo, which is like a kid. Oh, and so he was just mentioning it, just saying like you know. In a sentence, like, oh, yeah, I'm just a ragazzo, I'm just a kid. And, and she was like, uh, but you're 30, you know, or 32. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah, but I was a man-child until my early 30s. And she just then let that go. But I was like, that's a perfect example because, you know, you're living at home and having your mom do everything for you. It's exactly what you are, a man-child into your 30s and, and then you find a wife and you know you hope I guess it continues from there but wow that would be a lot to deal with <laughs> I don't know about all that uh, what were what were some of the other big differences that you experienced um, in the dating like norms that kind of caught you off guard Hey everyone, just a quick interruption to show gratitude to our sponsors and give you some special deals. The UWF Historical Trust. We shoot the show in the Museum of Commerce and the T.T. Wentworth Museum. And not only is this 
an amazing step back into the 18 and 1900s, but it's an event space too. How cool is that? You can see everything at historicpensacola.org. If you want to tour one of the 12 museums, and yes, Pensacola has 12 museums, and you get your tickets in person, show the ticket agent one of my emails and you'll get $2 off an adult ticket. You can get emails by texting REAL to 66866. So I don't have kids, but I also wanna tell you about It's Your Magazine. They're a national family-centered publishing company with free parent magazines. They have parenting advice, events, and inspiration. I'm actually in a networking group with a publisher, and this guy is all about family. You can view a free magazine in cities in Texas, Oregon, Washington, and Florida by checking them out at itsyourmagazine.com. And Insec. So I've always felt iffy about pesticides. Then the mosquitoes got so bad, I would get covered in them from walking from my house to the car. I called Insec, and to say I've been impressed is an understatement. When the treatment wasn't quite doing it, the owner actually came to my house. He found the breeding sites, identified the species of mosquito, and adjusted my treatment to that species. That's when I found out he's also a beekeeper, and pollinator issues are always top of mind. So if you're in the Florida Panhandle or Gulf Coast of Alabama, give him a call, ensec.net. And Dexafit Pensacola. So new thought, the scale is just your relationship with gravity. Now when I get on my scale and me no likey, I say, you don't know me. What does know me is the 3D body comp scan. I can see what I'm made of and what's right for my body. Plus when you get a Dexafit scan, you also get a consultation because what good is data if you don't know what to do with it? After you know, you can make your fitness plan smart, like expert level 5,000. Also, look this up on YouTube. It's pretty awesome. Dexafit.com. Now back to the show. And let's see. Uh, um, I guess, uh, I mean, most of it was just the conception of it, the beginning of it, the mm-hmm. trying to figure out when it starts, when the relationship <laughs> starts, when it doesn't, because I don't know, in America, it just seemed like there was always the talk. Like, we've been seeing each other. Do you want to be my girlfriend? You know, the note in the classroom, check yes or no, all that stuff. It's like, uh, it just wasn't here. It was just kind of um, assumed. And so I was kind of lost at that point as far as that. Um, yeah, that is yeah. major because you do, you always have the talk, the ex- we're exclusive talk, or what are we, or yeah. Exactly, yeah. And then, then you know, from then on, okay, you got to either choose that one person or you decide to, you know, say no and continue dating with whoever you want to be with. Um, what about how the but, dates are themselves? Because from my single girlfriends, kind of what I've heard is, you know, because it's been a long time since I dated and I, I never really dated a lot. Um, but they're not like proper dates, you know, they're, they're very vague. Like we're hanging out, we're watching TV, we might go downtown and do something, but it's not like, may I take you on a date kind of a, (laughs) kind of a thing. And I think my idea of like European men in general is like, may I take, and and Latin men, (laughs) you know, I would like to take you on a date, miss. Is that true? Or what does that look like? I would say at the very beginning, it's kind of like you were describing in America, like to be, you know, just more vague and meeting up at a, a pub or something. Um, 
and spending time like that or going to the, you know, going to dance later. But yeah, I'd say once that you're, you're kind of established, then you do, you go out to dinner. Dinner is such a big thing, even with friends for birthdays. I mean, that's pretty much the outing you do. I say. <laughs> I mean, the, the dinner is the event for the night. So I would say that that's something, yeah, you get a, you get a proper dinner and a proper evening plan um, for, which is kind of nice. You know. Yeah. Everything revolves around food. Yes, it does. Can't deny that. Can't deny that. But yeah, I mean, there are movies. We have the same kind of thing. You know, we do the same kind of activities going to movies or to the theater or, you know, doing sporting events and stuff like that. Do they play um, games as much there? And I don't mean like uh, Uno. (laughs) I mean like, like, you know, oh, don't text him back for two days you know, don't, if you like him, don't be too eager. It definitely sounds like the guys are not playing any games, but like Americans, we have all these like rules where we, you know, you go out on this date and you go and you tell your girlfriend all about the date. And she's like, well, you know, you can't do this and this and this. And if you do this, it means that. Which I kind of always thought were kind of silly, which I probably followed them anyway, but I thought they were kind of silly. But (laughs) yes, they, they don't. At least not in my experience. My experience was um, more of a once once we we're established, it was like I would I continued and I was like, okay, well, I just kind of did my own thing. Okay, good. I have this boyfriend, but I have my own stuff going on, and maybe I would call him for two days and he would be like, uh, are we together? Like, <laughs> are you not interested anymore? Or I mean, did this this thing break and we I didn't know it. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, it's been three days and you haven't said anything. You know, haven't written me a text message. You haven't done anything, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I've been thinking about you. You know, I've been everything. He's like, gotta, you know, communicate. So he is very, is very much into communicating, which I think is one thing is of, um, with the Italian guys, I've, I've had a, the experience of um, just a, a warmer kind of approach. Hmm. A warmer approach and... Um, talking. I think communication is one thing that's lacking in the dating in America. Or yeah. at least from my experience years ago. Well, <laughs> I used to talk about stuff as much, and he was very open in getting me to be more open. Yeah, there may not be, not everyone's very open about their feelings or even in touch with their feelings or uh, maybe a bit more guarded because of the games that we do play in the United States. So that's a really good point. Yeah. I And I wanted to do that since you were talking about the, the rules and I can't call it, it popped in head, my head right away, the, the Italian girls. And I was like, I think that probably as soon as they are with someone and it's like, okay, you're not skipping any days. I'm going to write you in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, and then the next day in the morning and afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I definitely no <laughs> So the the girl chatter after dates is very different looking probably in Italy than it is in the United States. It's probably much longer, sure. Yeah. Do people stay friends with their exes after they break up there? Um, some do. I think, but I think that's probably more or less like it is in America. In the States. Yeah, yeah. What's the best thing about... Uh, being with an Italian guy? I love the 
just the the difference. Just um, just that it's a different thing that I've ever known before. You know, growing up and you you know go. I mean, besides the fact that you know it's middle school relationships or high school relationships, college relationships, but it's just so different than I've had before. And you're always surprised. Um, there's this is kind of touching on one of the tips that I'll give you later. Oh, okay. Um, this is my advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it kind of touches on it, but um, the fact that it's just always something new. You know, there's always something new that you didn't expect because you have your expectations of how your culture has, you know, raised you to believe dating should be or how a relationship should be. But with somebody from another culture, you just never know. It's, you'll have some strange little situation that comes up, and he sees it completely differently, and you're like, oh. And you wouldn't have known that unless you had asked him, unless he brought it up, because you're so you know focused on your expectations, and that's what's normal, that when it does come forward, it's, it's a nice, usually, a nice surprise, you know, so... That's I a, like those. yeah. I yeah. That's that's a cool perspective. Okay, I want to hear these tips that you have. <laughs> okay. okay, so I had to write them down. So I remember, and I asked Andrea last night, and he was just listing them off. So he oh really? Than me. Yeah. Aww. He was just saying that you should always ask a lot of questions. And this are these are tips for um, any cross cultural relationship or. Okay. Yeah, it's not Italian specific. It's just things that we came across that have either helped or that we found that we found were difficult, um, and how we got through them. I guess so. He just said to ask lots of questions, and um, because when you don't understand something, is because you can't imagine it could possibly be like that. Like I was just saying. So for your partner, maybe that's just the way it is, and so it's normal the way that they're acting. And to just be patient and maybe not get angry right away and try to put yourself in their shoes. And then, you know, then work it out a little bit. Um, he says, well, he and I totally agree. So to put everything uh, clearly, just say everything clearly that you want. You know, things that are obvious to me aren't going to be obvious to him. Right. So just always, just, just always be clear about it and don't, you know, assume stuff. Um, he said, always be curious. And I thought of you with your curious podcast. It's like, perfect. Always, <laughs> always be curious. Because the more things that you are able to understand about the other person and the other person's culture is better. And it makes it easier to get along with them. And because you'll always know what they're expecting from you. Because without uh, knowing those things, you don't even know where to turn, where to begin. That's such a good point. So that could include also talking to other people who have an experience with that culture or just, you know, having an experience with another, you know, having a relationship with someone in another culture. Or getting on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Any way you can inform yourself is good. <laughs> and be patient. Be patient's a good one. Um, that's, about, that's the advice. Those are those are great pieces of advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I kind of wonder with how... Um, COVID-19 will affect single people's dating uh, habits right now, you know? Will they be um, exploring some more uh, video chat, long-distance options just because we're all cooped up anyway? Who knows? So this could be very, this could be very important (laughs) for some people out there, (laughs) for all the single ladies. (laughs) Well, thank you so, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna, that's all. 
Oh, one thing I was just a thought I had that we talked about the other day, but not today. We talked about like the Monster Italian. Oh yeah, thing, yeah. If that was like a thing, and and um, I made it. I figured out a difference because I think that it's in both cultures. This like Macho Italian, this Macho American, like I'm the guy. But uh, they're two different types. In America, I feel like it's a strong and silent type. Hmm. A strong and silent Macho. I'm the I'm the guy kind of guy and. Uh, and instead of in, in Italian, it's like, I'm a man, but let me show you how many ways I can love you. Very suave. Aww. You know? But it's, it's different. It's different, but, you know, they both kind of, they both kind of do that. So. That's a great way to articulate the differences. I love that. This has been so much fun. I'm so glad that you and um, Andrea are willing to be a part of this today. So this was so great. If you are um, watching on YouTube or listening and you want um, more episode updates and show notes, make sure you text REAL to 66866. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend and share the love. So all across the world. Yay! Yes, Are you still listening? Just kidding, of course you are. Since you're here, here's some ways you can support the show. Stalk me on social media, leave a review, share an episode with a friend, or check out my Teespring page for delightfully sarcastic apparel. Links are in the episode description. 